Hello, this is Audrey Bolas. I'm the Programs and Communications Associate at the Tahrir Institute for Middle East Policy, or TIMAP. Today I'm joined by Ahmed Halmi, a Syrian nonviolent activist and survivor of three years in nine different detention facilities in Syria. He's also a co-founder of Ta'ifi, a Syrian survivors-led initiative that aims to support and protect victims of detention, torture, and enforced disappearances, and to peacefully pursue justice and accountability in Syria. Ahmed, thank you so much for being here. Hi, Audrey, and all the pleasure is all mine. Thank you. So first, I'd like to ask you, why is the issue of enforced disappearances so key to lasting peace in Syria, and perhaps you could share a bit about your own story and why this matters to you. Yeah. Okay, so um, in 2013, and I remember that very well, I was sitting in a dark cell, small dark cell with 30 people, when the warden opened the door, pulled me out, and took me to the torture room. He opened he, he took my phone out of his pocket and he opened it. He wanted to see my messages. And the moment that my phone started, the phone rang and my mom's name appeared on the phone. After 56 days of info disappearance, my mother was still calling me continuously on daily basis around the clock to find, trying to find a piece of information about me. And that is the case of hundreds of thousands of Syrian families waiting for some information about their beloved ones. Therefore, this issue is essential for the future of Syria. That's such a powerful illustration of how this affects, what this experience is like, and how it affects so many people in Syria and outside. Um, thank you, Ahmed. So. Ta'afi is also one of five Syrian families and survivors associations that make up something called the Truth and Justice Charter. Ahmed, could you give us a bit of an overview of what the Truth and Justice Charter is? Actually, an, an assembly, the Truth and Justice Charter is a vision of the five key Syrian families and survivors association that we have set our demands and our plan and a roadmap for transitional justice in Syria. And we have set our priority in that charter. And that charter brought us to, to work together uh, as, as victim associations. And the, the key in, in the charter was our vision for short-term and, and long-term justice. Because the issue of enforced disappearance and torture in Syria is really huge and complicated. No one can work and, and solve it immediately. Therefore, we have set short-term and, and long-term justice. Where in the short-term justice, we want to see immediate actions like the reveal of the fate and whereabouts of the missing, the immediate stop of torture and held of uh, unlawful uh, courts. And in the long-term justice, we want to see accountability. We want to see changes in laws and practices and guarantees of non-reoccurrences. And in between, there is many other demands and actions that we want to see. And that is our vision for the future uh, transitional justice uh, on Syria related to the issue of forced disappearance and torture. Thank you, Ahmed. So I'd like to press you a bit just to explain a bit more what you've worked on since the charter's founding and what you've maybe been able to accomplish so far? Um, actually, there is two tracks we have worked on. The first one is to raise the momentum 
around the issue of forced disappearance and torture. And we have managed to influence the past three uh, Human Rights Council resolutions to include the language about victim participation in, in justice process, which was the first time in the past 10 years in Syria. And we also have brought the issue, this issue to the top list and top priority for all actors and all states in Syria. And the second track we have we have worked in is to provide solutions. What can you tell us more about what kinds of solutions? Yeah, so basically we have set our first priority is to review the fate and whereabouts of the missing. And based on that, we have created a study that proposed a new international mechanism uh, to work under the UN umbrella uh, to work only on the, the search to reveal the fate and whereabouts of the missing, also to provide the short-term uh, justice for families and to answer the question of, uh, to answer the, the right to know uh, for the family. And we have also influenced the, the last UN General Assembly resolution uh, to, to, to ask for a study, a, a visibility study on, on that particular mechanism. Ahmed, we're about to run out of time, but um, what what do you recommend the international community be thinking about next? We have been asking and recommending the international community to create this mechanism and to make the uh, political environment for it to operate in Syria and to answer the question of the whereabouts. Sure. Action and, and not just words. Thank you so much, Ahmed, for being here with me today and for sharing your story. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Audrey.